Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens indeed to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. And as you can tell by my voice, I'm a little bit giddy. Why? Because I'm just so grateful, so thankful about the show and how it's grown. And I say that a lot, or at least periodically, I say that every week, but over the past, I would say two months, I've just seen so many people come out from different corners of the world just to slide up in the DMs on social media at New Amsterdam on Instagram or at New underscore Amsterdam on Twitter to say, hey, I saw your show or listened to your show, depending on the episode, because there's some video episodes out there. And I appreciate it, what you're doing. I like the fact you have uh, different perspectives on things. And that what's really warms my heart. New Amsterdam started off as a stationary company, and it may be there one day again, but the principles were the same. Those that have ideas, those that want to create and think and do can do great things. And we are an affiliation. We are citizens of the same city. Of course, it's time I tell you, if you want to support the show, there's multiple ways that you can do that. You can check out the Boisterous Crew. That's why I call my Patreon, patreon.com slash voice, where we have show notes for every episode. You can see the questions I had pre-planned for my guests before I actually sit there, sit down and talk to them so you can see how it changes in the moment. And also I have extended interviews, some of the older interviews, and I also have video episodes. You get early access if you're a member of the Boisterous Crew, patreon.com slash voice. Also, if you don't want to do all that, you want to support the show in a different way, you could buy a t-shirt of the new Amsterdam design over at flobito.threadless.com. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O.threadless.com. Flobito.threadless.com. Get yourself a New Amsterdam t-shirt or uh, one of those mass-produced notebooks. Not the original New Amsterdam notebook, but if you want to write down a note, you can at flobito.threadless.com. My guest this week is Cesar Espino. He's an author. He's a life coach. Uh, He is a lot of things, but entrepreneur is a word he used to describe himself, and I really wanted to get down to the nitty-gritty what that meant to him, because it's a word, and like most words in our language, it tends to evolve and change and transform or mutate to different things as years go on. So I hope you enjoy uh, my talk with Cesar Espino, and like I said before, if you have an idea, if you just want to say good things, even some hate mail, uh, make sure you hit up this show at newamsterdam.com, K-N-A-W. Amsterdam.com or on social media on Instagram and on Twitter. Just put New Amsterdam in the search bar. I'm sure it will come up. But without further ado, my chat with Cesar Espino. Welcome back to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. And I am joined by a special guest who has so many slashes. It is crazy. This is a host of the You Can Overcome Anything podcast show, an author and an ordained minister. Give it up for Cesar Espino. How's it going, sir? I am doing good, man. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Let's talk about this this podcast and because the fact that it came from a book, You Can Overcome Anything. And uh, I actually read some chapters. I loved it. But walk me cool. through the idea of writing this book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So first and foremost, Lobo, thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to be here. And um, yeah, the, uh, the idea came out of my very first book, right? And so my very first book, I talk about my whole kind of like my whole life story and really the lessons that I've learned through my journey. And so the idea came about and said, well, what about if I can take that and put it into a podcast 
except this is not me telling my story. It's really bringing people from all walks of life that have gone through challenging times, whether it is, uh, you know, verbal abuse, physical abuse, drugs, addictions, uh, near thefts, whatever, like anything that you might have gone through where you overcame that challenge. And now you're talking about the things, the habits, the, the, the mind shifts that you have to create to be able to overcome that challenge. And so I said, well, if I can take my book and, and essentially the title of that into a podcast and then do that, um, can you imagine how many more people I can impact through that, right? Because that's one of the things that I'm trying to do is yeah. how can I impact more people's lives by letting them know that there is a, a way for them to overcome whatever obstacles they're going through, right? And so the show has been on for about a, a year now, actually. I'm right. on my 120th episode. And I got to tell you, I have so many great people that have come on to the show uh, and, and some are very amazing stories where I know people are actually taking something away from that. So what is, in your opinion, your secret sauce? So what separates your book and podcast from other shows in that same genre? Like what do people take from the, the podcast show that it wouldn't have from some other hosts and other shows? Yeah, yeah, right. That's a good question. I, th I think there's always going to be something very unique to each individual. And it, it comes down to how you bring the information, how you present the information. Um, for me, I think what really separates is that I do believe I have a very unique story, uh, you know, in, that I can share with people. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I am really looking at people. I mean, I'm not necessarily just getting people that are... Um, you know, I, I've interviewed millionaires and billionaires to like the really mom and pops, right, that have gone through that. And for me, it's really bringing the authenticity of people's stories into play, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's so so critical, just even with my story and or for the people that are on the show. It's like, you know, it, it really comes down to how authentic are you with what's going on in your life? Uh, and really being open to say, you know what, you're not in it by yourself. There's more people that have gone through this, and here's the reason why, right? And so I really tried to tap into that, into people's lives, and really, you know, kind of like an open book, right? Really yeah. talk about all the good, the bad, and the ugly, and just share that with people. Because really, uh, and a lot of the people that I interview, they're entrepreneurs, right? Except the idea is that we are not all in this life of rainbows and, and jewelry and money. Like there's a lot of things that go into that, right? Yeah. And so I want to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, sure. But, but going back to the book, this is like one of a series of books here for different aspects of, of the entrepreneur journey, overcoming everything, even have Spanish language versions. One like, what is your, as the writing side grows, like what is like the process of what, when you say this is a problem that needs a book or has an easier perspective? Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, it all started with my very first book. Uh, you can overcome anything even when the world says no. And that's just my book. It's my memoir that is also in Spanish because I wanted to tap into the Spanish community too. So that was the, the idea of that. From there, my podcast uh, ended up coming out. And then recently, uh, back in June, July, I think, um, I came up with another idea. I'm like, well, what about if I, again, now take the concept of the podcast where now it's not just my story, it's a bunch of different people and yeah. put that into a literature, into a book. And so therefore the series of You Can Overcome Anything book series started. Right. And same concept, right? Different people, uh, they have one chapter. They talk about a particular aspect in their life. Um, so the first one was You Can Overcome Anything Volume 1 Despite the Barriers in Life. So whatever barriers you went through, you talk about that. Um, the uh, second volume uh, is, uh, you know, you can overcome anything volume two. And it's also uh, driven to 
some sort of aspects that you've went through, and we're on volume three right now, which is with a definite purpose role. So volume three is you can overcome anything when you have a definite purpose. And then when you think about it for one second, it's like sometimes people want to find out what is their why, what is their purpose, what is that one thing that is driving them. Once you identify that one thing, it doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It does not matter what you go through. You're going to overcome that, right? And so we're, I have people talking about that in some amazing stories. That book's going to come out in about a month or so. And then I'm already working on volume four, which is you can overcome anything when you walk with certainty. And what I mean by that is the same thing as when you walk by faith. If you're very uh, – uh, uh, you have faith, you have hope, you have certainty that you are going to get out of this, whatever that might be. You're certain that you, you're going to become a millionaire or you're mm-hmm. certain you're going to break the barriers in your um, family line, uh, line. You're going to do it either way, right? And so I, I think about uh, things that are uh, real that people are going through and put that into a book by saying, yes, you could overcome that and here are some habits you need to do. Gotcha. And you're based out of Los Angeles, he says? I am, yeah. So uh, actually, as an entrepreneur and a business owner and all that, I mean, the last 12 months have been kind of crazy with the, the pandemic. We have to go find ways to make our living, provide for our families, and pivot. I know you have some clients in the entrepreneur space on your show, but what has been some of the challenges you've been hearing from your, from your clients, from your guests, even yourself over the past year? Yeah, I would say the biggest challenge in the last year is really um, – uh, adjusting adjusting and dealing with what emerges right we, we're dealing with this is not so here's here's the thing right with what we're going through right now even though the, the uh, you know it's going to be almost a year right so being in stages of of covid um it, this is not a you problem or a me problem or you know the us for them this is a worldwide pandemic right it's, it's happening to everybody right so when you recognize that because at first people were coming up and i was some of the people that i was talking to and even some of my clients we're, we're talking about it like, well, COVID did this to me. And, and so I don't have the job. I don't have the means or I don't have this and that. And whether you believe it or not, somehow every single person got impacted by this in one shape or form. The difference is what is it that you're doing to adjust to that, right? And so I do know for, for a fact, some people didn't adjust too well to that. I myself um, was kind of hoping that things were not going to go the way they were going to go. And then I lost um, – some clients, I've lost some businesses throughout the transition of that. It definitely affected me, yet I had to pivot and, and, and change that. And, and here's the best way that I can, can say this. If you're working your nine to five, right? And I often hear these people say, hey, you know, I don't have time to uh, come home and play with the kids or be with the wife or the husband. I don't have time to work on myself. I don't have time to do all these different things, right? Well, when the pandemic happened and a lot of people got laid off or started working from home, um, you, you, you got a lot of time back, right? And so here's my message to you is that after all of this is done, and hopefully it'll be sooner than later, yeah. after all of this is done, if you still find yourself asking the same question, I do not have time to do X, Y, and Z, you got to think about this. It wasn't a lack of time. It was a lack of discipline, mm. right? And so at the end of the day, if you if you don't come out of this with a new book, with a new idea, uh, with 10 pounds less or something, it was a lack of discipline, not a lack of time. How does someone acquire discipline if they're not one to go in? If they didn't have discipline going into the pandemic. How does one acquire discipline now? Yeah. And so that's uh, that's actually a good one. Uh, the um, My volume two, you can overcome anything. Volume two uh, is when you exercise the mind. And so it really comes down to that. I do believe that. 
if you don't have the discipline, well, the first thing you have to ask yourself is, where do I want to be in the next whatever, three months, two, you know, two, five, whatever period of time, right? Whatever you were trying to do, right? If it's in self-development, if it's on, on working yourself, uh, working on yourself, uh, losing weight, procrastinating, like where did I want, where did I want to be in the next uh, time frame, period of time? That's the first thing you have to ask yourself. The second thing you have to ask is, do I have the means? Do I have the mentality? Do I have the resources to be able to step into that space? Right now, you know, through YouTube, through Google, through people like like shows like this, you can have find so many free resources that can help you with that. True. And so um, you go out and seek for those resources. And and the last thing is, is, is really going to come down to when you exercise the mind, when you start changing the framing of how you see things or when you start seeing things from a different perspective, you're going to start taking actions. And I'll give you an example. Um, if, if you don't have the discipline, right? So maybe uh, if, if you want to work out, let's just say you want to work out, yet you never worked out, you don't have the discipline, you're getting so lazy. Exactly, right? You're getting so lazy to, to go do that. And you don't see yourself at the gym, right? Well, how about if you start by getting up and setting up your alarm early, right? Early in the, in the day. Take little, ch- chunk it down. Take small steps to get to the bigger step, right? Baby sure. steps will get you there. And so, fine, now you you get up at 5 in the morning or 6 in the morning and just sit there. Just, just don't do anything. Just sit there. That, that's the purpose, right? Then you're going to find yourself or your mind, the unconscious mind is going to tell you, like, dude, this is silly. How about if you do something else, Okay. Set your alarm, wake up at five or six, whatever time. Now put on your running shoes, put on your shirts, put on your shirt, like get dressed as if you're going to work, go work out and then don't do anything. If you don't feel like not doing it the next day, wake up early, get dressed, get up, go outside, start walking before you know it, you know, you're going to be parked outside the the gym before, you know, you're going to be inside the gym, taking those actions. So it's chunking it down, taking little actions on, on making something happen. And that's how you build a discipline where people fail or, or, and again, I don't see failure as a negative thing though. However, when people do fail is that they want to go 100% entrepreneurs. Like I want to get that overnight success. It took me two and a half years to write seven books, right? It's, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. So that's what, where people, I think, fell. So you have to build little disciplines to get to that bigger aspect of that. Good point. Um, I was reading a recent post on your Instagram, and you said, quote, uh, not to cheat on your future with your past. I need yeah. you to elaborate, sir. What does this mean? <laughs> yeah, so definitely. I, I, I said that's my best uh, my best uh, relationship advice I can give you, right? Do not cheat on your on your future with your past. <laughs> And what I mean by that is that we tend to get hung up on the past, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, you look at your past uh, actions, you look at your past decisions, and then you get hung up on that and you bring that to your present and into your future. It, it, even, it hasn't even happened, right? And so because of a bad decision you might have done or something that was on the past, you're limiting yourself from the potential you have on the future, right? Mm-hmm. Of the things you can do in the future. And so, um, you know, the past is nearly a, an educational experience. You got to be able to extract the lessons, take whatever worked out pretty good for you and utilize that. The negative stuff, leave it behind. Don't bring that to your present and or to your future because, again, you're going to limit yourself. So, again, let's just say that um, in the past you tried to write a book and you said, I'm not a writer. I, this is never going to work. I started doing it and it, it just I just couldn't do it. 
And now in your near future, you do know that you want to write a book, but because you're going back to that past experience and that negative connotation, you don't take action and you're dwell on that past experience. And mm. therefore you are affecting your future, right? Mm. Um, there's one thing that I always tell people too, is that the choices and the decisions that we make today will determine the quality of life that we have tomorrow, right? And so looking at that from that perspective, we have to be very conscious of the decisions and the choices. And even when we make a negative or a not so positive um, decision or choice, you have to be able to recognize that immediately and pivot that to a different direction and mm-hmm. keep moving forward. Right. And and what does keep moving forward mean? Because like, is, it, is it kind of, one of those things where you can keep doing the thing? Is it days you go, all right, maybe I know what I'm doing wrong. Let me think about it for a month. Like how, how much forward thinking is moving forward? Yeah. So I think it comes on to action taking okay. and, and, and it's all within the, your purpose. Like what is the end in mind? Right. So um, I always th- often hear people say uh, in relationships, right? Uh, my girlfriend left and my boyfriend left me, so I'm going to move on. Now, don't move on. Move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Moving on is like you're 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 letting that go. You're defeated. You're 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 putting yourself in a native connotation. Move forward is you're taking actions, action taking actions to help you get to that end result. Maybe in in a relationship will be, will be become a better self for yourself, right? Uh, it may it might be in a business like, hey, I'm in real estate investing and I lost ten thousand dollars on this transaction. I'm going to keep moving forward by uh, sourcing new um, deals, uh, looking at different types of leads, uh, connecting with different people. I'm moving forward, taking actions towards that ultimate goal that I have. Oh, okay. Well, that, that seems like it could be small or big, depending on your situation. Well, that's always right. good, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, just in your opinion, because I think it's, you have like, what, four or five industries you're working in, it seems. Uh, yeah. How has the definition of entrepreneur changed for you? It has a lot. It has a lot. And, and you know, when I came out of uh, corporate America, the only one thing that I wanted to focus on was on real estate investing. That was my, my one thing. And it, it is still my primary uh, business uh, avenue. Yet through the discovery of being an entrepreneur, I realized that, you know, uh, I think uh, I don't know if it was Ed Milet or somebody said, you know, um, you have to have multiple streams of income to be wealthy or, or be well off. Right. And I realized that because, again, the, the 95%, that mentality is that you have one job for the most part. Some people have two jobs because you have to work two jobs, except you're working for somebody. That's just that one thing you're doing. If you look at every entrepreneurial uh, a person that's been very successful, they have multiple streams of income. When I came in to become an entrepreneur, I thought that all I was going to do was real estate investing. Then I discovered my book. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this for as a self-accomplishment. Yet that led to now me publishing books for myself and for other people. So mm-hmm. it became a different passion of mine. Um, through that, I discovered that I needed to work a lot of my mind. So I needed to do a lot of that stuff. So I did a lot of self-development through seminars and uh, coaching and all that stuff uh, where I was getting coached and mentored. Then I realized, well, what about if I tap into NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, right? For myself. Then I realized, wow, I can use this for, for I can I utilize this and help other people, not only through my real estate or my podcast, is just help them um, tap into the unconscious mind. And so now that became a coaching passion for me. So I do coaching for for people and clients, 
Um, and I also work uh, uh, events. And so I, I do uh, coaching at the events too, right? And so that became a, a different passion. With that, I tied it into uh, business consulting uh, in terms of uh, profitability and losses, uh, procedures, things like that. And so I got into many different things. Uh, last year, I, I actually had a couple other things. And this year, I'm scaling down. Uh, one of the things that I got affected by, I have an ATM. So you go to the store and you have those ATMs. I have an ATM business. Nice. Well, with this freaking pandemic, a lot of stores wow. are, are closed and things like that. So my business didn't, you know, it's suffering right now. So I'm, I'm in sure. the middle of just, you know, closing that down. But I got into that. I got into a couple of MLMs. You know, I got so exposed to many different things. And then I said, well, for 2021 moving forward, I'm going to refocus, right? And, and that's one thing you have to do. You have to review, revise, and and, and, and rehearse, right? Or actually it's um, uh, re- review, rehearse, and revise. Okay. And so in this case, I'm saying, okay, well, I need to look at what I have going on and what are going to be my primary focuses. And for me, this year is going to be real estate investing, anything that has to do with book publishing uh, to that extent, uh, anything that has to do with coaching. And then um, I have a passion for the podcast because I learned so much from many different people. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one thing that is good for not just the listeners, but it's actually really good for me to get all these different points of view as, as you might, might know. Yeah, actually, it's going to be on one of your upcoming episodes. I can't wait to yeah. hear, hear myself talk. Uh, <laughs> right. You, uh, you had mentioned that you uh, didn't, didn't mention that you actually are already a minister. You do weddings as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. <laughs> See, yeah. How'd you go yeah. to that one? Yeah. You know, that, that was actually, that's a funny story. Uh, one of my um, uh, elementary uh, friends uh, said, hey, you know, uh, we're going to get married. With, with So he got married with my high school friend. So I known them, but I know the guy for, for the longest. And he's like, I would like for you to marry us. And so that's where that came from. And so I got ordained and I guess I did a good job at that wedding. And then from there, people are like, Hey, I didn't know you did this. Can you marry? So I've done a couple of uh, ceremonies from there. I did one like maybe two months ago or so. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, crazy. So what, what's your style? Are you, are you like more, do you do, do jokes? Do you do more of a religious thing? Are you more kind of like whatever? Like what's, yeah, well, yeah. If, I book, if I booked you, what do I get at my wedding? Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I do it. So the people that I've done, except for one, I, I didn't know them. All the others, I, I, I knew, I know them. Yeah. So I was, I took a little bit of that comedy into into the into the ceremony, and you know, uh, obviously, it speak a little bit about faith and things of that nature. But I, it was kind of fun, right? Yeah. Uh, the one that I did it, it was mostly like pretty straightforward kind of thing, right? So I think for me, it's more like, hey, what do you want to see? How do you want to go about it? Let's make it happen. Cool. Uh, here's a question I want your opinion on because I've heard very valid arguments on both sides of this because uh, you're an entrepreneur. Do you consider yourself self-made? Why or why not? Self-made. I would say, hmm, interesting. I, I would say that we all have the ability to become whoever we want to become, right? And so by through that definition, I would say that who I am now is based on the actions that I've taken in the past, good or bad, it doesn't matter. And so therefore I, you know, it was, it, I, I would say 80, 90% of that was me being self-made. Um, I also know that through that I've, uh, you know, connected with people. I've hired many mentors uh, to help me through that journey and help me discover some of the things that I didn't think I even had the potential to do, such as writing books or such as, you know, having a podcast and you know, all that different things that I've going on, right? But I would say for the most part, it was me, having that drive, having that determination, having that idea of, I want to make this happen for me because it really comes down to that. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, um, I tell people when I, when I'm coaching them on my real estate investing, I have a, a real estate investing program for people that want to get into wholesaling or buying and fixing and flipping. 
And the very first uh, module when I go through my that I talk to my students is um, I don't even talk about real estate. I talk about the mindset because mm-hmm. I can teach you the principles, the ideas. I can give you all of the the nuggets for you to go out and start evaluating a property, how to look at a property and things like that. Except if you don't have the mindset, you don't have the determination, you don't have the drive, it doesn't matter what I teach you. You're not going to do it, right? right? And so I do believe that 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 uh, we are self-made uh, by definition. Um, uh, definitely, you do need some direction, though, with that. Fair I got one more question for you, and you can go as loose as you want. Uh, all right. What, what, do, what do you do for fun, man? Because with all these jobs and stuff, it's not like you're a robot, right? So yeah. what do you do online? What do you, what do you watch on TV? What do you hike? What do you bike? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, I stopped watching TV a couple of years back. Uh, every now and then I'll, I'll pop in a movie here and there, so I do enjoy that. Um, but I got rid of all the negative programs, TV, music, things of that nature, just because, again, I go back to when I was going through my self-development um, and, and kind of working through through that, um, I realized that it's so critical to have the right type of programs in your mind. Um, what I do enjoy, though, I like to travel, although I haven't done much of that right now with the pandemic. Sure. But I do like to travel. Uh, I like to go out and, and just meet new new people, uh, meet new places. Um, so I like to do that. I like to play basketball, so I ended up buying a basketball court. So I oh, every now and then I'll shoot the hoops in my house. Got the handles? Uh, what? Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> and do that. And then, um, and then, other than that, I mean, I think, although this is maybe not for fun, but I, I enjoy it. I go out for a walk every day, at least twice a day, because it gives me the ability to just think. Uh, I'm in my own space um, and just kind of you know taking nature, you know, and so. That's kind of what I do. I, I like board, um, uh, um, games, board games, and things of that nature. So Uno, oh, wow. and all that stuff. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Do you have a favorite though of all those? Um, I would say uh, I like Phase Ten, and then uh, I I just got hooked on uh, Uno Flip, which is kind of cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, I have I have actually I actually have a, a pack of Dose I got for my birthday. I haven't oh, played yeah. it yet. I haven't played yeah. it yet. So I heard it's kind of. I played it once, and you know it was cool, but I like Uno Flip better. Okay, yeah, I'll have to check yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> the reviews yeah. are coming in, y'all. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but Cesar, thank you so much for being on the show, New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creators, thinkers, and doers. And uh, right now, here's the time to put everything over. If someone wanted to follow you, like become your friend on social media, how they go about doing it? Yeah, the best way you can follow me will be uh, through my website, www.cesarrespino.com, or you can find me really on every social media, uh, TikTok, Snapchat, Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or um, uh, just Google my name, and, and somehow I'm getting up there, which is kind of cool. That is definitely the life. Like, oh, just Google my name. That's <laughs> right. You already know. Uh, I, I didn't think I would get there. And again, though, it's not that overnight. It's like just doing it and doing it. It's kind of it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of have the fun. But yes, I want you to come back on a future episode, especially when part four comes out. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. I would love to, man. Thank you. so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>